and welcome to the Bread, Wine, and Everything Fine podcast, where I'll be talking about all things food, the finer things, and things that are fine just the way they are. I'm your host, Sancha Toth, a bread and wine-loving photographer, wife, and mother who loves gathering people in my home to eat good food and have good conversation. I learn so much from the people I get to talk to, and I'm very excited to start sharing some of those conversations here on this podcast. On today's episode, I am sitting down with Sharia, a childhood best friend of mine who I have known since I was 12 years old. We were actually set up on a blind friendship date with iced teas and told to go sit out on the porch of our small town in Saskatchewan and get to know each other. And we have been best friends ever since. We got married two weeks apart. Our babies were born 10 days apart. And so it was really special to have her on my couch talking about something that she's incredibly passionate about, and that is bread. We talk about how she almost pursued a culinary career, how baking bread is almost therapeutic, and she also gives some little tips for baking a delicious loaf of bread, even for beginners. Some of those tips we have taken and used and are very grateful for. And to wrap up the episode, I chat with Mitchell again, and he gives a little update into where we are at in our bread adventure. There have been a lot of failures and some successes, and so he gives a little glimpse into how that has been going. Hi. <laughs> Hello. We are both kind of fresh off of having babies, so wine isn't really an option tonight, sadly. Yes, that is true. I've not been drinking much wine lately. So we've got water. Cheers. Um, okay, so we are here today to talk to you about bread. And I have very fond memories of coming to your house um, with Mitchell for weekends and coming downstairs and totally being on vacay mode and having like the most amazing smells coming from your kitchen, whether that's your breakfast cinnamon rolls (laughs) or danishes or bread or something else delicious. And I would love to talk to you about your love for bread and where that came from. And let's start with how and why bread. Well, that's such an open-ended, vague (laughs) question. (laughs) Okay, so I'll be more specific. You worked in a bakery. Yes. Tell me about that. Because I think that came from a desire to Mm -hmm. be involved in the kitchen in some way. Yeah. Well, I grew up in a house that we weren't really fond of making things from scratch. My mother was a working mother, Mm -hmm. so whenever she got home, we just ate whatever was convenient. And so I think from that spot and absence of it maybe my brother and I developed kind of a leaning towards things handmade Mm -hmm. especially in the kitchen and I always have a well I was born with a sweet tooth so (laughs) that did kind of lean me in towards the baking aspect of the homemade and and all of those things. Did you ever want to pursue a career in yes. baking or cooking or culinary? Right. Well, I did. Um, I really wanted to go to baking and pastry arts school at SAIT. Yes. And I did apply and I, I got in the second time I applied. 
but the timing just didn't really line up. So I did um, from there, I guess I didn't go to school, but I did work at a bakery in Regina where we made sourdough, all kinds of different breads and sweets. So I guess I have not a formal education, but I guess I took from my time there a lot of tips and tricks. And I a lot of hands-on experience. Yeah, too. exactly. Mm-hmm. I just I would never say I'm a professional by any stretch, but <laughs> I remember you talking to you on the phone during that time and we would have to schedule our phone calls based on <laughs> your work schedule because you had to be there so early. Yes. It was I made a big sacrifice in my social life, I would say, yeah. because yeah, shift started at four AM and so you're kind of either living sleep sleep deprived or you're just never seeing people. So yeah, it's an interesting life, the life of a baker. For sure. Even making croissants today <laughs> or in the past week, kind of learning that process, I was realizing how much goes into that process. And when I opened the cookbook, I just thought, okay, I'm going to make some croissants. And then it was do this and wait an hour, do this and chill it an hour, do this and wait an hour, and then wait eight hours overnight before <laughs> baking them. And I was like, well, yeah. not having croissants tonight. Absolutely. Tomorrow morning. So with all of that being said, your experience in the bakery and being kind of inclined to enjoy doing things with your hands and yeah some of those yeah more hands-on things handmade things do you think that having bread has been I don't want to say therapy but like would that be something that you would enjoy if you just wanted to kind of shift your focus away from the busyness of life um, or is that possible now with the baby? I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, bread is therapy in a sense. I mean, for me, as it's a kind of a creative outlet in mm-hmm. a sense of, you, as you said, like creating things with your hands, as in baking in general, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess I kind of steered clear from bread for a few years. But as Avery, my husband, and I, we kind of took a... I guess a second look at our budget in 2019 and we were like where can we save some money where can we you know adjust our grocery bill and one of those ways was I could start making bread again because I hadn't in a few years and I thought oh it's just gonna be so time-consuming and you know every I only can bake two loaves at a time sometimes one if I'm doing this specific sourdough recipe right you know, but let's give it a shot. And I had like a newborn at this time, but it was actually, it totally turned into therapy and it was definitely a creative outlet, even in the sense of like every loaf I put in and how I score it before I put it in the oven and you know, what kind of artistic spin can I put on Mm -hmm. this piece of bread? We're still working on the scoring on our loaves (laughs) of bread we we need practice for sure so sourdough specifically do you make or is it other kinds of bread too um i have made sourdough in the past um right now i'm super into either just like kind of grandma's quick white bread which Mm -hmm. is just like a a quick rise yeast or kind of the long rise it's kind of um a dutch oven no need bread where you mix you just put everything in a bowl you just mix it really really rough 
you put saran wrap over it, you come back after your 10 hour sleep, you shake ten, that 10 hour sleep yeah, that you that 10 hours sleep that you never get. <laughs> that you stay awake and walk away. Yeah. <laughs> that 10 hours that you do that for. And then, um, and then yeah, you shape it, let it rise like another hour or so, and then score it and throw it in a cast iron. And it's just, honestly, it's like, an, it just turns out perfect every time. I'm always amazed when I take it out of the oven. I'm like, how did that just happen with that's, so minimal work? It sounds amazing. So and we need that's kind of going on nonstop at our house. I was actually, that answers one of my questions. I, when you think about bread, like growing up, bread was my mom would make hers actually in a bread maker. She was mm. kind of similar. She right. was like, how can I be cost effective and mm-hmm. eat well. And so she would make, you've probably had sandwiches or like Absolutely. her peanut butter, so the good. butter and peanut butter on a fresh Absolutely. slice of bread. You never put peanut butter on a slice of toast without butter <laughs> before the peanut butter. Yes. It's just Agreed. a no brainer. Agreed. Um, so that kind of is, is my, was always my impression of bread mm-hmm. or white wonder bread that was like very rare in our household and always stuck to the top of your mouth and it was (laughs) I didn't love it for that reason um but now thinking more about baking bread in our home and Mitchell starting to make bread there are so many different kinds and sourdough and cob and all like in my head it's baguettes like Mm -hmm. I think baguettes or like just a loaf of bread so as you think about it what would be the types that you would recommend for someone just starting out Right. In terms, so maybe that one. I don't know. Yeah, like I said, the no need one. It's just a no need cast iron kind of. Um, it has a tough crust, so not everyone's into that hard crust. I particularly, it's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of on the crunchier side crust, and then the really airy, um, chewy center. But if you're not into that, honestly, anything that you love to eat. I'd say start there because like that's where your passion comes from. Like I said previously, like I started baking because I love to eat it. (laughs) So I just made what I wanted to eat and where my cravings took Mm -hmm. me. Like croissants. Exactly. Yeah. Um, when I was pregnant, I went on a started on a croissant tour with my friend mm. Steffi, and I want to go on that tour. <laughs> well, we're working through our list, and I'll share it once we're done. We only hit about five spots, but since then, I have just had this very special place for croissants, and I wanted to try making them. So, yes. thanks to you, I have some good tips for next mm-hmm. time. But I would agree that yeah, just having like a slice of bread to go with soup we've been really into soup yes. lately so having like a so thick buttered slice of bread Absolutely. to go with you need that soup. butter yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think i could get into making butter i'm quite happy with the bread <laughs> but okay so something like that something that you're passionate about or would like to eat that's good mm-hmm. um and then so a more technical question um mitchell's been on a bit of a bread making adventure and has been doing some trial and error one time he um the bowl tipped off of the scale <laughs> and he didn't realize and so ended up with a lot more flour than he needed oh, and no. he was actually able to save it and then but because we were out of that flour then he used whole wheat flour and that was just like 
a bad idea. It was not. Yeah, hundred percent whole wheat. That is a tough. Don't start your baking career with okay. that. Your at home baking career. That is a tough one to do. So all that to say, not a success. <laughs> um, and then uh, the first time we actually ever made a loaf, it said to put it in the oven at two hundred degrees. We put it in at two hundred degrees, but our oven is Fahrenheit and not Celsius. Yes. And so half an hour passed. Oh and no. The dough had not even, like, there was no crust. Yeah. And we were like, we read the recipe. Fahrenheit was the key. So anyways, saved that one. It was a little dense. But all (laughs) that to say, technically speaking, would you have any advice for what, what pieces of bread making you could learn from a recipe or the internet and what would just need to be refined through practice and experience? Like, are there things you could take straight from the book and are there things that you need to just... Right. Like learn. Well, I think everyone learns differently, right? Like if I were to read a recipe, I would um, kind of, I'm very bad at reading recipes and I like to learn hands-on. So I would read the recipe and say, I could probably skip this step. No, I I don't really need to do it. Like they say I could just, you know, but... Baking is such a technical sport, if you will. Mm -hmm. And for me, I learned so much better, like honing my skills working at the bakery, or even if you want to try something at home, YouTube, such a fabulous resource. And um, yeah, baking is so technical. And so you do need to follow the direction. (laughs) And I am the same. But it's hard. It's hard. I definitely look at things and I'm like, oh, that looks... That looks like about right. Yeah. And so I actually have a ruler for that reason when yeah. I was measuring out the croissants exactly. because yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think things would turn out. I remember one time at the bakery, I wasn't the one making this bread. I mean, I don't want to put this mistake on somebody else, <laughs> but I just it sticks out of my mind has a lesson almost how much you have to pay attention. Is that one time the bread was made that day without any salt. It's the smallest measurement in your bread, mm-hmm. but we threw it all in the garbage, like That's 30 so loaves. Sad. Yeah. And it's like, you got to pay attention. It's cooking is more of an art, right? Mm-hmm. And baking is like a sport where like you have discipline. to, yeah, it is a discipline. Exactly. The word I was looking for. And I think there's something to be said about perfecting it and getting it and nailing it and mm-hmm. having something in your repertoire totally. to be like, I have this in my back pocket and it's perfect. Yeah. But then again, you go to someone else's house and you have a different oven and you have whatever. So right. I guess there are some still variables, but mm-hmm. I'm looking forward definitely to having a couple of those things in our home, like kind of one pastry, one bread. We'd love to start sourdough. And actually that's another question I have for you. Would you recommend us getting a starter from somewhere else or starting one ourselves? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, I have heard of people who buy sourdoughs like online or whatever, and they get them and they're completely dead and mm-hmm. they don't really pan out. Um, so obviously starting one would be ideal, but that's kind of a more challenging thing. So yeah, I mean, we have a baby, so it's just another one. Right. It is just, (laughs) you have to remember to feed that. Um, (laughs) cannot leave that on the counter without paying attention to that. I think it would be rewarding. You wouldn't go to jail or anything, but... I think it would be very cool to say that it was something that we had started, but for sure. I yeah, mean, I would say if you know someone in the area or whatever, like 
totally get one from them and I'll learn from their experience get their tips also like in your starters there's like this culture of the bacteria that's native to your house even and yes. like the flower that's in the air and all of that bacteria is so good so i don't know it's just kind of so it cool. might be worthwhile it might, it might be, be cool to say yes hone in that discipline. that it's the toast sourdough exactly you could hours. stamp your name on that <laughs> Before wrapping everything up, first of all, thank you so much for joining me. I wish we could talk more about this because I'm intrigued and maybe we'll have to have you back after we have started our sourdough and (laughs) had that adventure. But one question that I would like to ask you, and we're going to, it's how we end all of the episodes. The question is, if you were to go out to eat, what would be your go-to meal? And if you were to eat at home, what would you cook? Oh, my mind goes to Asian and pizza. Like, those are my two favorite As things. As eating out so or I, being home? Uh, like, I just had a fabulous meal cooked for me that was Asian with some coconut rice. I love a good takeout. Just any great Asian takeout that has a good reputation. I love going there. And probably eating in, my husband's probably influenced me, but pizza. It's just his favorite thing to eat, so we make it all the time, and we eat it all. And when you make it homemade crust? Yes, homemade crust, yeah. Don't go buying that. (laughs) It's It's easy. (laughs) It's so amazing to me that these simple ingredients, flour, yeast, water, a pinch of salt, some mm-hmm. oil sometimes yeah and pizza for sure yeah. that those things can make all of these different things mm-hmm. in but you have to work with them in different ways and yeah and let them rise or prove in different ways and it's fascinating yeah. to me totally from a sandwich to naan to pizza yeah it's yeah it's so simple it's actually so incredible I know. Why be gluten-free? I know. It's so sad. Um, Pizza. I need your recipe. Definitely. Mm -hmm. One thing, actually, that has been fun for us is our neighbors had us over for skillet pizza Mm. recently. Actually, not so recently. It was before Lewis was born. (laughs) Time flies. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But we have since done that and we've made our own pizza crust and you just put cornmeal on the bottom. So you heat up the skillet first Mm -hmm. and then cornmeal on the bottom. Bake the so crust good. first, toppings. Get that little crunch on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So good. It is so good. Anyways, we could talk about pizza forever. That will be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I tune in. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for joining. Thanks and for having me. We will have all those details in the notes. So I thought it would be good if we could give a little recap about our journey with baking bread mm-hmm. um, because I talk about it with Shreya and I refer to it and we talked about it a little bit in our first episode. Yeah. Um, just kind of what drew us to enjoying cooking and being in the kitchen. But I just kind of wanted to talk about, yeah, where we're at. What have we learned? What are we baking? What mm-hmm. are you baking? Cause I say we, as if I do it, <laughs> I'm not involved. You make the cuts. I score the bread. You score the bread. Literally that is That's funny. One. I don't even know the proper terminology. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so starting from the beginning, yeah. you started with a cob loaf. Well, I mean, to start from the very beginning, you bought me a book how long ago? And it took me over a year 
I think it was actually more than that. I think we talked about this in one of the episodes that it was like three years later that you actually made the brand. But anyway. <laughs> I don't know if it was three years, but it was a long time later. I was like, you know what? I just need to do this thing. I always had the goal of being able to make beautiful sourdough loaf from scratch. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do the starter and everything from scratch, but I figured a simple white cob loaf was a good place to start to just kind of get some of the mechanics down. So. Mm-hmm. We did that, failed miserably at first. Yes, we, yeah, the bread, we put it in at the wrong temperature. We, it was listed as like 230 degrees Celsius and it just did not compute that that's not Fahrenheit. So we put it in at 230 degrees Fahrenheit and it was bad. It was so dense. (laughs) And then there were a few times that it just like, it just was heavy or it wouldn't rise or it was just kind of working it, but you got it to a really good place. It yeah. was like a, we I, I hate the, the word, but yeah. moist. It was just like a delicious, hearty loaf of bread. Mm-hmm. We could pretty much nail it every time. Mm-hmm. So then we thought, okay, well, we can move on to bigger, better things. Um, and you bought organic apples mm-hmm. and started a starter. Yep. I almost bought one. Yep. But then I, yeah, I just wanted to kind of start from scratch and have it completely my own. So yeah, started the starter and took a little bit to get it going. And uh, again, it was like starting from scratch. It was a lot of trial and error and we ended up just giving up on one recipe because we could not get it right. No. For some reason, something in the process was off and we just could not nail it. It would just end up being like... It was really flat and heavy. heavy. Yeah, it was not rising properly. And in any case, we just found one online that has seemed to be working for us Mm -hmm. after, of course, a few failed loaves. But there was one time where you were measuring the flour into the bowl. Yeah. And I had done, I had weighed the water, but I did not pay attention to the weight of the flour. And it just said X amount of cups or this many grams of water and so I used the cup measurement and realized after that I used grams for one and cups for the other and the water to flour ratio was way too low so I tried to compensate by adding water in the same percentage that I went over for flour and it was just a big big failure <laughs> well I think also because then we didn't take into consideration that it would have needed more starter right that's and what so our problem it didn't was rise, and yeah. so it was just this like very dense loaf and another time we ran out of flour Mm -hmm. and you had already started making the loaf well yeah or or the dough i had measured out the water and i had mixed in the starter and then i had poured in what i had of the flour and realized we had run out so i went to safeway and came back and added the rest of the flour but realized later that having the flour just sit in the water for that long it would was have not absorbed good. It. it was way too saturated and it did not mix well it was super clumpy and it was bad so we've had a lot of failures like even today we tried the sourdough recipe again and literally exactly the same as all the other times that it's worked well and it didn't rise as well it tastes delicious mm-hmm. they're beautiful like holes like air pockets in it it looks amazing it's just not it didn't rise as much and so it's sometimes hard to know if it's like temperature in our house or not but the starter itself like the bread tastes delicious yeah we've been able to share some of the starter because for a while there it was so active it actually popped the top off yeah the container it was in multiple times multiple times (laughs) like it was wild yeah 
had a mind of its own. So that's kind of where we're at. So all that to say, it's very much a work in progress still to this day. Mm -hmm. We are nowhere near perfecting it. We'd like the bread to be a lot more sour than it is Mm -hmm. currently. So we'll probably have to try another recipe and scrap it all, start from the beginning again. But all that to say, Sharia, come back. Please help us. help us. We need help. We need you. <laughs> I know. We recorded that with Sharia like months ago and we've just since, um, we hadn't done the starter at that point. That's right. Yeah. And we had been talking about that. She did give us some tips, but, um, yeah, Sharia, we need you to come back and just make a loaf and we can watch you we can just try and replicate it to mm-hmm. the best of our ability, but it has been fun. And what's your next kind of thing after sourdough? What are you wanting to do? In terms of baking? Mm-hmm. I haven't thought about like that. Like bread, bread dish <laughs> stuff. Like, cause I've been, I made croissants this summer and then yeah. sadly my, uh, KitchenAid, the bowl wore off on the bottom, like the actual, the base. It warped a bit. Not the base of the actual KitchenAid itself, yeah. but the bowl, it warped. And so now it won't click into the KitchenAid. It and doesn't so, lock in. It just no, slips through. It slips through. So the last time I made croissants, Mitchell had to hold the bowl down mm-hmm. just so it could finish mixing. Um, so I haven't made those in a while, but I'd really like to make uh, focaccia. Is that mm. how you say it? Focaccia? Sure. Focaccia? I'm not the person to ask. I know. I would love to try that. And then what about you? Baguettes? Honestly, I don't know if I have any more aspirations besides different forms of the exact same bread. <laughs> Just let's try a different shape. <laughs> let's try perfecting and getting a sour yeah. sourdough. I'm going to start there. Okay, deal. Yeah. I'm excited. And honestly, I love this so much, but we eat so much bread. So mm-hmm. If anyone needs a loaf, just kidding. Not another business nope. venture. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but maybe if you come over, we'll have sourdough. Yes. Maybe, maybe. Okay, cool. This is a good update. We'll check in in a bit. Perfect. Trey, come back. Well, that was a treat. I so appreciate Sheree taking the time to chat with me because this was actually the first episode that I recorded for this podcast. I was nervous. She was nervous. I had never had a conversation into mics before. And so it was kind of fun that it was with such a dear friend that I got to kickstart this project. So there you have it, the basics of bread. And I'm very excited to say that we will also be having a guest on who may or may not be an expert when it comes to pastries and baked goods. So stay tuned for that. And if you haven't already subscribed, click that button and you will never miss an episode.